I want to tell you a story about my relationship with money, and in doing so, I want to bring across how important it is that we are open with each other about how much money we make and even our financial problems, our financial woes and difficulties. I think this is really important. I think it's um, it's a mistake to uh, keep finances uh, strictly a private matter. I think when you do that, the people who win are the people who are in positions of power. I've always been kind of scared to talk about money. Even when I was uh, pretty young, when I was first becoming an adult, uh, it took um, a lot for me to come and be honest with the people who are close to me about my financial situation, whether that's how much money I made or whether that's how much debt I had or anything like that. And I don't know where that hesitancy came from, uh, but I do know that uh, whenever the issue of money would come up between me and my parents or between me and a significant other, I would always get really intense uh, anxiety and stress uh, because of the feeling that I was being irresponsible maybe or something along those lines. My first job was getting a paper route uh, in my local neighborhood. And so the first time I actually made money was just delivering papers. And I earned a you know, very modest income that a teenager would earn for delivering papers. And uh, the tips that I would get from the, the, the subscribers were also just a nice little boon to my, uh, to my income. And so I, uh, it took me uh, from that earliest age, kind of, uh, the relationship that I had with money was more or less when I made it, I spent it. So, uh, as a teenager, I kind of spent it on maybe not frivolous things, but certainly not, uh, I certainly didn't invest it or anything like that. You know, I spent that money on comic books and, uh, movies and things like that and didn't really think much of it. And then when I got my first bank account, it was a chance to kind of see what saving money felt like and never really got into it, was kind of um, just uh, found it easier to spend than it was to save. And uh, whenever my bank balance would rise above 20 or 30 or $40, I would think, oh my gosh, now I can buy this, 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 and this. And it became a kind of exercise in uh, income and out. Uh, I also, as a young adult, applied for my first credit card as a, as a, as a late teenager. And uh, having that piece of plastic with a denomination on that felt like having an income. And so I would spend money on that credit card and then I would have to think, okay, how can I earn money to pay that credit card back? And it all just seemed a little bit um, kind of uh, hypothetical in nature. Uh, it, it never really struck home the meaning of financial responsibility or anything like that. I kind of just uh, treated it as income and expenses and didn't really think more critically about my relationship with money and how that relationship was going to develop over time. And as a teenager and an early 20-something, I had a lot of temptations out there. Uh, I loved to travel, so I would spend money that I really didn't have or the little money that I could save. I would spend it almost immediately to travel, whether it was driving to cities that were, uh, you know, a half day's drive away and staying overnight at a hotel 
or just flying across the planet to visit fa- friends and family members in other countries. Um, I never really uh, felt limited when it came to spending money on travel. I kind of just spent it willy-nilly. I didn't really think critically about how that was impacting my future. And another thing that was kind of a very big temptation was food. I absolutely love food. And so I would spend money on extravagant dishes and uh, meals at restaurants and ingredients that were probably well beyond my means just for the sole experience of being able to taste something that was crafted and that was well crafted in that way. And so uh, it was as a young adult, I kind of laid down a lot of really poor habits when it came to managing my finances. And any kind of initial security I felt by working and and making an income was very quickly lost to insecurity uh, as I began to accrue some debt and I began to apply for more credit cards and accrue more debt and accrue, of course, in the U.S., student loans. And uh, whenever I would meet a new partner and I would begin to date them for a little while and uh, begin forming a relationship, When the issue of money came up, I was always trying to avoid it because I was really ashamed of how much debt I had gotten myself into. I was embarrassed that I couldn't be responsible for financially for myself. And it was really terrible for me to have to bring this up or to have to have this conversation with a partner. So I just avoided the conversation or I would kind of say things about my finances, but in such a vague and general way that they couldn't get a sense of what my financial situation actually was. And then sometimes I would just out and out lie to them, which was very, very um, uh, improper and just inappropriate for me to do. Uh, so it began to shape my relationships as I, as I was uh, growing as an adult. Only when I moved to Norway... Uh, And I started making what at least I would consider at the time a, a, a good income that I began to change some of that debt over to savings. And a lot of that was due to the partner I have who is really great with money and is excellent at saving. And so we worked together to live as frugally as we could. For a long time, we would collect aluminum cans to turn them in and get money back for it to buy milk or whatever. We would try to eat as kind of uh, frugally as possible so we weren't, you know, buying these extravagant meals. Uh, We would only dine out once in a while. We really tried to limit our expenses as much as possible because we had just moved to another country together and Norway is an expensive place to live. So all of these things were coming together and it gave us or gave me the opportunity to pay off a lot of the debt that I had accrued in my 20s and to try to track a new, more financially responsible uh, future for myself and, and for her as my partner. As I progressed in my career, I discovered that a lot of the reasons that uh, income inequality occurs between women and men is due to the lack of knowledge that we have about what is an appropriate um, 
what is an appropriate salary for a given set of responsibilities. And we're lucky in Norway where a lot of salary information is publicly available, but that doesn't prevent there from being a gap in terms of the income between men and women. And so I think that this is a real critical way of seeing um, your financial state of affairs and your honesty about that state of affairs is looking at it through the lens of gender inequality. When we see that our being private about how much money we make affects how other people live their lives, that really becomes problematic. And that for me was kind of a sticking point in the decision to talk about this on my podcast and in the, even in the decision in my day-to-day life to talk about money issues with uh, friends, colleagues, and of course my partner. So this issue of income inequality, the kind of uh, income gap between men and women who are doing the same set of responsibilities but who are making different uh, uh, amounts of money, uh, can be owed at least partly to a lack of knowledge about what people make for that given set of responsibilities. And so I think it's important that we publicly disclose the salaries that we're making for the positions that we're in. Now, I'm an assistant, or no, an associate, not an assistant. I'm no longer an assistant professor. I am an associate professor at the third largest university in Norway. And my take-home salary is about three and a half thousand euro per month. Uh, between three and a half and four thousand euro per month, and uh, I, I'm I'm disclosing this publicly because I think again it's important that we understand uh, for our given set of responsibilities is everyone who's also undertaking that same level of responsibility, making a similar wage. Now, that might seem like a lot of money to you, or it might seem like a little bit of money to you. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. This isn't about comparing our salaries. This is about being public about our salaries so that someone who's doing the same amount of work isn't getting paid less. So this is a short episode, and I just want to leave you with a quick takeaway here. Income inequality is pervasive. It definitely affects women, and it definitely affects women of color more than uh, women who... Uh, women, uh, white women. And so I think that we need to be critical about how we are managing money in our society, how uh, our relationship with money plays out in our, re- in our relationships with each other, and really try to seek a deeper understanding for how uh, money really affects uh, our lives and our societies. Uh, And my call to action here is a pretty simple one. Talk to someone about your finances. Don't be like me and uh, feel shame or embarrassment over having some debt or over uh, how much salary you make. Uh, Come out to your partner. Come out to a friend or a loved one if you're more comfortable that way and talk to them about your financial situation. Talk to them about your salary and especially talk to your colleagues about how much money you're making. It's only when we can be very public, unashamed about our money that we can try to close some of these income inequalities.